98FM, it is the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now, if you know someone getting married this year, maybe you are the bride or, more importantly, the bridesmaids. Well, we are joined on the line now by Jessica O'Sullivan. She is the editor of OneFabDay.com and and she's got some amazing ideas about some alternative hen ideas. Jessica, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here. Now, Jessica, hens are very much on my mind at the moment. I am getting married in September. Hen, probably in the summer. Now, as the bride, you know, I'm a little bit hands off. I'm not entirely sure what is going on. But I think like anything to do with weddings, there are many, many options. So for anyone listening today, uh, you know, from your experience at the moment, the, the big debate seems to be, first off, are you having your hen here in Ireland or are you going abroad? What are you seeing as most popular at the moment? Well, first of all, congratulations. Thank you very um, much. And secondly, uh, that is as it should be. You should know nothing about what's going on for your hen party. Um, <laughs> but I hope you're in good hands. and uh, You've picked wisely amongst your bridesmaids. Oh, yes. They're but, good planners. Um, <laughs> this year is a bit strange, actually, for weddings in general, because what we're seeing is kind of a backlash to COVID and everyone being stuck indoors and not able to see their friends and stuck in Ireland and not able to go on holidays. So a lot of people, the minute they were allowed, you know, leave the country, all of the hens were suddenly abroad and people had a lot of extra money as well because they weren't spending as much. Um, So I think that for 2023, we'll see a lot of that's still going on, but I, I see that tapering off for 2024. So, um, and the enthusiasm as well for people to go on a hen abroad because, you know, it is a lot to ask of people mm-hmm. to, to spend their money. And especially if you're also having a destination wedding. So if you've asked everyone to come to Italy for a week or a long weekend and then you also ask them to go to Lisbon for two days, you know, it is a lot, a lot to put on people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Your, your wedding is obviously the biggest day of your life, but it's not the biggest day of everyone else's life. So, you know, you have to be a little bit kind of circumspect about that. 100% definitely cost is something to consider I think when anyone's mm-hmm. planning a hen and you know I've heard of hens even in Dublin that have ended up costing you know a few hundred euro and and people are left thinking like what was that what was the money even on so it is I suppose and it's up to whoever's organizing it just to be a little bit clever when it comes to costs mm-hmm. uh, but if people are going abroad Jessica is there like are there certain destinations that are popular with hens um, yeah, I think anywhere that's easily reachable from one of the main airports, Cork or Dublin. Um, and then you're looking at kind of city breaks, really, where yeah. you can go for two or three days. You know, you're not relying on like a package holiday. And really, Airbnb has opened up everywhere because it means that when you get on a cheap flight, you can easily book out a really large you know, place for even up to 20 people and um, accommodate them all in the one spot. And it's, you know, 50 quid a night or something like that. So it kind of works out the same as if you were to have a hen party in Ireland. Yeah. Ireland is really expensive if you're going to stay in a hotel. And um, so I think like places like anywhere in Spain or Portugal, um, Amsterdam is really um, popular, um, places in England as well, you know, Liverpool and Manchester and London 
Um, and yeah, it's it's really only uh, down to you know as, as far as your imagination can travel, you know. Because I've heard of people going much further afield, you know, even going to Ibiza or um, going to New York and places like wow. that. Wow, well. yeah, I've heard of a few mm. Las Vegas ends as well. I'm like, that is mm-hmm. really really impressive. But yeah, go people on. want to do that if it's on the book. And I think when there are abroad ends, you know, most of the bridal party are using it as a holiday as well. Do you know what I mean? They're getting their kind of holiday for the year out of it as well. Um, so talk yeah. to me a little bit, Jessica, about activities, right? Whether it's abroad, whether it's here, you know, there, there do seem to be kind of common activities for hens, you know, whether it's a bit mm-hmm. of karaoke, dinner, drink, you know, the kind of the classic things. But what are your thoughts on things like, um, you know, like games, like games, like the Mr. and Mrs. quiz and, you know, questions about the groom? What are your thoughts on that kind of thing? Well, we have so many of those posts on site and they do really well for us. So they're still really, really popular. And it's, you know, the Mr. and Mrs. game, the um, what dress is the bride going to wear, what's in her handbag, all of those. Like there are hundreds of them. And the thing is, when you've got 20 women and it could be a mixed um, party as well, it could be a sten, um in the room and you're trying to organise fun for everyone, it is a good idea to have activities. Yeah. Um, just to break the ice, all of that kind of thing, just to kind of keep the energy up throughout the day. And they're a lot of fun as well. You know, if everyone gets in the spirit of it, they're a lot of fun. And it, it allows everyone to kind of kind of see how they know the bride as well, what their relationship yeah. to the bride is and all of that kind of thing. And, you know, just just get everyone in, in good form and it, it allows people to get to know each other before the wedding as well. Yes. So that when they meet on the wedding day, it's like, oh, that's that girl who knows the bride from school and they told this funny story at the hen, you know, and it's, it's just really nice. It is. And I think they're, they're, those games, even though some people think they're a bit cringe or whatever, they are a really good icebreaker. I think they get everyone kind of laughing and in good form. So I, I don't think you can go too far wrong with them. Talk to me yeah. now, Jessica, a little bit about, you know, if people are looking for a bit of a, a different hen, something that's not your standard dinner and drinks, something a little bit alternative. Do you have any ideas for us? Yeah, and 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 I don't think that you know if you're going for an alternative hen, um, it's not to say that there's anything wrong with the traditional format of of having a hen party because I always say. Like if you're not an event planner and you have to plan um, a hen party for 25 people, it's not easy. So it's 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 there. The formula is there for a reason because it just simplifies the whole process. Um, if you do want to do something different, if maybe you're working with a smaller group or you know your hen would love something entirely bespoke to her and her interests, um, then there's any amount of things that you can do um, and they can be as inexpensive or as expensive as you want. Mm. Um, for instance, you know, something inexpensive would be to organise like a, a really cool picnic or a beach party. Um, then if you wanted, you could bring in a stylist to do the picnic for you. Like Ooh. say on the Cliffs of Moor, you can get grow picnics oh, yeah. and they will do a whole setup for you. And it looks gorgeous. So, you know, it's really up to you how much you want to spend. Um, for instance, if you wanted to do private dining or you could get a private chef in to cook in one of your houses um, or you could then commit to a whole weekend and go to a festival um, or uh, you could go glamping for the weekend. Um, you know, it's really, there are any number of things that you can do. Absolutely. If you just kind of think a little bit outside the box and I suppose, uh, Jessica, as well, like think about what, 
the bride wants. I mean, I've heard stories mm-hmm. of people organizing hens, like people who absolutely hate cycling were taken on like cycling holidays and things like that. You know, like are the, is the bride always, you know, at the center of discussions? Well, they should be really, shouldn't they? That makes me really sad when I hear stories like that, <laughs> because that is the first thing we will always say to any, because we have like, you know, advice for bridesmaids on site as well. And the first thing we say is it's about the bride. So she should be at the centre of all of your planning, whether that she would be more comfortable in a smaller group of people, you know, in, in smaller groups meeting up on different occasions or whether she would love 30 of her nearest and dearest in on the one day. And then breaking that down into, you know, um, who's on the trip? Would she prefer a spa day with her mum, knowing that her mum would be really, really uncomfortable with the stripper, you know? <laughs> so it's, 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 it's just making sure that she's comfortable and happy all day long. And she's doing something that she wants to be in the centre of. Um, so, I mean, if if you know your bride loves the races, then why not, you know, plan a ladies' day at Leopardstown or Listowel or Galway? I mean, there are races on all year round all over Ireland. You could even go to Cheltenham if you wanted. Um, or if she just loves yoga, there are oodles of yoga retreats, you know, where you can just have more of a wellness weekend, you know, mm. if she doesn't like drinking or something like that. So it really is about her. If that's not your starting point, you're on to a loser as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Well, listen, I know you have some brilliant tips. Jessica, where can people head along to read all your amazing articles? Well, everything is on one fab day or you can listen to our podcast as well, which has loads of tips and tricks for planning a wedding and being a great bridesmaid, which for this is very important. Oh, amazing. Love that. Well, listen, Jessica O'Sullivan from onefabday.com. Thank you so much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM.